worship. And uh, I like to build on that. I like to develop that. So uh, coming back in and, and staying in relationship with you is very, very important to me. And so value that greatly. Amen. Let's come straight to what I want to share tonight because really do want to bring our focus on what the Spirit of God wants to do, what the Spirit of God wants to say. And, uh, but I just want to just round up something uh, that we've been looking at over this weekend. Open your Bible to, Bibles to Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. And uh, we're going to read some tremendous verses there. Philippians chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Let me just highlight one verse, which is a key text for the next few moments. And you'll see that in that chapter, and it is verse 10. Because you would imagine from where we've been the last few nights, the last two nights, we would be building towards this incredible statement that Paul makes here in verse 10. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. We have to recognize that the resurrection from the dead that Paul is speaking of here is not the final resurrection. He doesn't refer to that. He doesn't refer to the physical resurrection that those who pass through the grave will experience. It actually refers to the resurrection power of Christ in the life of the believer. And uh, he, he wouldn't say that we have to go through some aspect of suffering, which doesn't refer to sickness, by the way, but it refers to what we will go through because of our testimony and our witness and because we are servants of Christ. But he's actually saying that it is possible for the believer to know the power of the resurrected Christ in the life that we live while we're still walking on the earth. Isn't that good news? Hallelujah. And I want to say again from this platform, it is absolutely normal for the believer to be living at that level with God. Hallelujah. I have to believe that, friends. I have to stand on this platform tonight and say that is and should be the desire of every one of our hearts. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. Now let's read this chapter, these first 10 verses, because actually before Paul begins to say these words, I want to know Christ, he immediately begins to address some of the key things that could hinder us from knowing what it means to live in the resurrection power of God. And he addresses the issues that we were particularly facing this morning morning when we recognize that we must be set free and delivered from the power of the self-life. There is a power of the soul and if we move in that power of the soul then we are moving in a form of witchcraft and there is a real danger if we're not careful that we move in the wrong power and so here Paul says it's the power of Christ's resurrection that I want to know in my heart and my life and in my ministry. So look at what he has to say and we'll just walk it through. Finally brothers rejoice in the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say rejoice in the Lord. Amen. You, you know the difference between happiness and rejoicing. Amen. Happiness is something that is based on how life is going. Rejoicing in the Lord is a move of faith. Hallelujah. And, and there's a massive difference, isn't there? And we need to learn that lesson. So brothers rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble to me to write the same things to you again. And it is a safeguard 
for you. So he's actually stressing this again. He's mentioned this previously, and he's beginning to address something that would be a safeguard for the believers at the church in Philippi. Firstly, he says, watch out for those dogs. Oh, he was a straight talker, Paul, wasn't he? I, I, I love the apostle Paul. I think I would have got on with him just fine. <laughs> Hallelujah. So watch out for those dogs, those men who do evil, those mutilators of the flesh, those who would come in and bring destruction in your life, those who would come and preach that which is error, those who would preach that which is doctrinally unsound, those that would lead you astray because of, of, of philosophy of the age and philosophy of the world, those that preach another gospel, those that would come and, and if we allowed them, they would bewitch us. They would allow evil to come over our eyesight so we don't see the truth and the glory of God. We have to be on guard. Watch out for those dogs who would come in this way. And I love this. He says this here in verse 3. For it is we who are the circumcision. Hallelujah. What a great word. Not very comfortable word. Ouch. <laughs> but a great word. And actually, it is so in keeping with this message because if you flick over into Colossians and chapter 2, we read some amazing words that explain to us how honored we are to be the circumcision of Christ. What I'm sorry, I can't put it any other way. I'm just going to tell you that it is that there has been a cutting away of the flesh. And it is not a, a, a flesh action for us. It is a spiritual circumcision of the heart. Of course, we know that. But look at what he has to say here. You can pick it up at uh, verse 7. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. Did I tell you where we are? No. You see the, how close I am to God. <laughs> I'm in Colossians chapter 2. Why didn't you get a word of knowledge? <laughs> Glory to God. Isn't it great to laugh in church? I love rejoicing in church. You know, there's such a terrific atmosphere in this fellowship, Pastor Dave. I love to come and minister here. And it's great to be able to talk like this in the middle of a Bible reading. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. So come on. If you had the chance or the opportunity of coming to our fellowship, we are so alike. We, we really are. And uh, I know uh, Rob, uh, Pastor Robert Robinson here, my precious friend, he says when he came to minister on my platform, he said it was just like ministering in Hillsborough years ago. It was the freest platform he's ever been on. Glory to God. I love that, don't you? Uh, doesn't religion stink? It really does. It's just great to get freed up in the things of the Spirit. You know, to have the liberty and the freedom of God in your heart is everything. It really is. And waking up on a Monday morning with the freedom of the Holy Ghost. Woo! Glory to God. No wonder your boots are on fire. Hey, it's awesome. No glory. There's nothing like it, you know. There's nothing like the Holy Ghost. Oh, wonderful Jesus who oh, helped me, Lord. <laughs> Uh, come on. <laughs> oh, no, don't set me off. <laughs> Woo! 
Look at it. We better start again because you weren't up with me, were you? Colossians Colossians chapter 2. Where was I? Verse 7. Is it verse 7? I've got writing on my Bible. Praise the Lord. See to it. Now, you know when the Bible, oh, we're already on a tangent already. When, when, Paul, <laughs> when Paul says, see to it. And that's why we're pretty convinced that he wrote Hebrews because he, he uses that line all the way through Hebrews. You have a look at it, you see. It's just so like Paul's writing. And so, see to it, that means just fix it. Sort it out. Get it sorted. Don't play around in your spiritual life. Don't play around at being a Christian. Just sort this once and for all. Watch out for the dogs. <laughs> See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy. And philosophy is the wisdom of the age or the wisdom of the world, which will come to nothing. And it is absolutely foolishness. So be not don't be taken in with it, which depends on human tradition. And religion can be human tradition. And the, uh, the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say you've been given fullness in Christ. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, let that settle in your spirit. You've been given fullness in Christ. Oh, hallelujah. In Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. And that is inside you. That authority and the power of God is inside you. Amen. You've heard me say many times, it's all in there. And it is. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's all in there. Glory to God. The fullness of him. And look at this. Look at verse 11. In him you were also circumcised in the putting off of the sinful nature. Not with a circumcision done by hand, the hands of men, but with the circumcision done by Christ. And then it links so powerfully with what I was preaching this morning. Having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him through your faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? You know, friends, I hope you are fascinated with the Word of God. If you are listening to the Word on a Sunday, you never pick it up all week, you've got a serious problem. Get fascinated with the revelation of God's Word. So that's what he's referring to is a, a change of nature by the cutting away of the flesh through the work of the cross, being buried with Christ and raised with Christ. That is the spiritual circumcision of the heart. So that's what he says there. And then if you go back to Philippians chapter 3, you'll find it speaks something else about it. It says, we are the circumcision of Christ. We who worship by the Spirit of God. You know, friends, let me say this to you about your worship. Never become habitual. Avoid routine. If you do something for three weeks, you've got tradition. Change your songs. Change the way you move. Change your seat. <laughs> do something. You see, you mean physical change. You sit with somebody else. 
and befriend and love and allow freshness to remain in your heart and in your spirit. We who worship God by the Spirit. Sometimes we have to be a little bit radical. And of course, he's not referring to the external things really. But those things can keep us fresh. But, but he's referring to an attitude of heart. Where we come in in humility and a reverence for God. And a reverence for Christ. A reverence for where we are. And, uh, you know, it's just so good to ask God. We were talking about this today with Rob around the table, just to ask God for freshness every day, for freshness that God would touch us by the power of His Spirit. So we are those who worship in spirit and in truth, who glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. The danger in these days is we glory in the worship, in the sound, in the way we do things. But of course, we, you know, don't get too practiced. I mean, that, that sounds terrible coming from a guy who loves, uh, loves music. But don't, don't get too professional, you know. Don't try and learn an introduction for every song. Don't uh, professionalize it. Just keep it sweet and fresh, you know, and let the flow of the river of God be upon every aspect because that is more important than anything else don't don't get too rigid but just keep the overflow keep the gaps tight you know keep keep the flow keep keep the flow uh, and just learn to flow one into the other as God leads you because this prompting of the Spirit of God in our worship is so powerful and we are the ones who glory in Christ and who put no confidence in the flesh Amen. That's it, isn't it? No confidence in my own ability. No confidence in the things that you can do of yourself. But having a confidence that the Spirit of God will step in and take control. And then Paul makes this incredible comparison because he says, you know, if anybody, perhaps if anybody had any right to boast, he of all men could boast. He wouldn't want to and he's not boasting. But he does refer to if he had anything to be confident in about the flesh, perhaps he of all men could have. And he uses his life an example. He says, if any one else, someone else thinks he has any reason to put any confidence in the flesh. I have more circumcision on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for legalistic righteousness, faultless. So he uses himself as an example of how not to be. And then he explains where his heart is. He explains where his spirit is. But whatever was to my profit, verse 7, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. And what is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Amen. Friends, make that your priority. Constantly make that your priority, knowing Christ Jesus, your Lord. Not information, not facts, not head knowledge, but knowing personally the Lord Jesus Christ. Walk with Him. Talk with Him. Open your heart to Him. Speak to Him. Tell Him you love Him every day. Get in your kitchen when you're doing your washing up and just overflow. Let your spirit overflow. Get in the overflow unto God. Open your heart. Open your spirit and, and let God just minister deep in the depth of your being because, you know, he longs to, not just in church, but, but just where you are, right where you are. Bear your heart with God. Tell him your heart. Give him your mind. 
Just open up your life and say, Lord, you know me through and through. You know every feeling, every emotion. You know my, my heart, my desires, my, the things that I long for. You know the hurts, the pain, and all that I've, I've gone through. Lord, I just open myself up to you. Come and minister to me by the power of the Holy Ghost. What a privilege it is that now because of the freedom and the liberty we have, God ministers to you personally by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? That because you have the freedom and the liberty of being in Christ, He put His Spirit in you. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is a Upon you, he has anointed you. And I want to just remind you, friends, of what we are carrying of the church of the living God today. And we will never achieve that place or be in that place by living a legalistic Christian life. We will be in that place because of the freedom and the liberty that we have in our hearts and in our spirits. Hallelujah. Don't let anything rob you of your freedom. Don't let any person come in and, 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 and spoil your heart. Don't let any pain wound you to the point where you cannot allow God to heal you. Don't let any wound or hurt in church life or disappointment in life or even sorrow and mourning. Don't let even those things rob you of knowing the intimacy of walking with the Spirit of God because it is not worth it, friend. I tell you, you have got so much going for you in the kingdom of God that you, you, you must not allow one thing to rob you of the freedom and the liberty of what it means to walk in the power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. What an awesome person you are. Hallelujah. What a real wonderful person you are. If you know Christ, you do not understand and yet perceive how awesome you are, but you are carrying a powerful authority and anointing. You are carrying the wealth of God's Word in your heart and your life. You do not perceive it yet. But friend, as your spirit and your mind is opened unto God, you will see the man or the woman that you are. And when you see just how awesome it is and how high Christ has lifted you, you will say, wow, look at what the Lord has done for me. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, I told you you were amazing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory. I just want to remind you of the value. Uh, I want to remind you of the value that, that Jesus placed upon you, that God the Father put upon you. And you can understand that no religion would, would ever be able to save you. But what amazing love and what amazing thing it is that God has put the liberty and the freedom of the Spirit of God within us. And I cherish that. You know, there are places that you go to where you can't minister like this because they couldn't handle it. You know, you, you couldn't deliver it as your spirit would want you to. And you go in there free and within five minutes, you know, your boots are nailed to the floor. We were talking about such a place today. I won't say any names, but there's usually hats on the hooks at the door before you walk in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, God, deliver us and take your waiting people home. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. You, you, you tore the veil in two. Amen. Turn to a woman near you and say, you are totally free. <laughs> hey, glory. You say, is that a criticism? No, no, it's an observation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> glory to God. Isn't Jesus marvelous? Circumcision of the heart. 
worshipping God by the Spirit, glorying in Christ, putting no confidence in the flesh. What a message. Eh? If we catch this tonight and allow this ministry, this service from the Holy Ghost, that's what ministry is. <laughs> service, ministry from the Holy Ghost. That's what it is, isn't it? Church, church should be like that every week. <laughs> Marvellous. Mm. But, oh, we have got nothing to boast about, have we? Nothing to be arrogant about. Because actually it's with the, the contrite heart, the humble and the contrite heart, that the Lord comes in to abide and live in. Whatever was to my profit in his old religious ways, Actually, the vocabulary later on, he says, I consider them rubbish. I consider them dung. That I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ. The righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. You know, one of the most wonderful things that will loose you and set you into a new level of liberty and freedom with God is to be fully aware that you have been clothed with the righteousness of Jesus. Amen. You can't earn it. You can do nothing. It only comes because he who knew no sin became sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Wow. That's who we are. Amen. Isn't that actually wonderful? <laughs> because, you know, that, that actually means, we, that, that's a terrific revelation, that, isn't it? Because it doesn't mean that we've just been clothed with it in the sense of it's external. Actually, we become it. It's inside. It's not just clothed outside. It's inside. Amen. When you know that's there, when you're possessing that, when it's possessing you, hallelujah, what a wonderful freedom and liberty you have. It will deal with your lack of self-worth. It will deal with your lack of confidence. It will, it will deal with insecurities. It will deal with inability to come into the house of God and and know the freedom and liberty because, you know, when the devil comes and says, you can't worship, you can't lift your hands, you can't be like this, who do you think you are? You say, well, I know who I am. <laughs> because we have become the very righteousness of God. Not because of a legalistic righteousness, but because of the righteousness that comes from God and it is by faith. And then he comes to this great crescendo, this tremendous verse. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. I'm about to blow my nose. Amen. Glory to God. What a great passion. What a great desire. I wonder if every one of us made a decision in our hearts today to set our spirit to be in the place where we say, Lord, I want to know the power of your resurrection manifest in my life.
if we're going to see that, the flesh has to die. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. But if we're going to be those men and women, we would also have to recognize there's going to be some pain involved. There's going to be an aspect where we will share in the suffering. You know, we have it so easy in our country, but uh, I regularly get updates from my friend who ministers in a, a church of thousands in uh, Bangalore in India. And uh, the persecution that is going on over there is absolutely horrendous. It really is. You know, very, uh, just a, a few months ago, they blocked up the doors of a, a church and just set it alight. And the pastor and uh, all his family and all the people were just burnt to death. And uh, what a horrendous thing. We, we go through nothing. And I, I think in this country, I'd have to say in, 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 in this part of our country, you, you have gone through things that us on the mainland, we, we have never gone through and we've never tasted. And someone coming in like this, I never even try to speak into it because I don't understand enough to do so. So I just respect. But I would have to recognize that you as a, a people have perhaps walked through pain and suffering and sorrow over many, many years and generations that we have not, that, that I have not. And some has been, some, I'm sure, has been because of the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we recognize that on this platform. And, uh, but I would want to say that there's going to be an aspect of the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings. It doesn't sound like a fellowship that I want, really. Uh, but if I'm going to know the power of his resurrection, the, I also, I suppose I would have to have a willingness of spirit to say, Lord, whatever you have to take me through, I will go through. And I know you will bring me through. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. And whatever you do walk through, friend, if it's in ministry, church life, if it's in the workplace, if it's in your family, if you're misunderstood, if you're gossiped about, if you're criticized, if, if, if whatever hurt or pain you carry for the work of the Lord, recognize it as suffering for the sake of the Lord. Uh, and realize that actually uh, the word says if we are permitted to do that, then then what we are going through is for the extension of the kingdom of God. And, and have a right attitude and spirit towards it. Be mature in your faith and recognize that God will bring you through whatever it is. Turn to your neighbor and say, you will come through. <clears throat> so I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his suffering. And the next line is immense. Because it actually says becoming like him in his death. Oh, we don't die a physical death. I know that years ago, I don't know if it still goes on, but years ago there was a, a practice in the Philippines where they would actually put people upon a cross and they would be crucified. Uh, how horrendous because they believed by doing that they would be saved. Uh, but, of course, the fellowship of sharing in his suffering, becoming like him in his death, is about the flesh life. It's about the self. It's about whether I live for myself or live for Christ. And so there is a terrific call that needs to resound in the church again, that, 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 that willingness to lay down our lives for the sake of God, for the, in service to Christ, must become part of our approach to the gospel again. And sometimes become 
become, become so flamboyant and, and so surfaced with uh, uh, new expressions that we lose the depth of, of what it means to walk with Jesus because it can mean that we must lay down our lives. Hallelujah. And just as Christ did so. And that means then that Paul is able to say, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. Hallelujah. The possibility of living in the resurrection power of Christ is made possible for us because we have received the Spirit of Christ on the inside. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. You know, friends, it's wonderful. I love the anointing. I love the anointing. You appreciate I love the anointing. And sometimes when the anointing comes upon us, there is that rich uh, expression, uh, but I want to tell you there is a deeper place, and the deeper place is a recognition that the anointing of God is what we carry all the time, and it just overflows from the inside. Rivers of living water shall flow from deep within you. And I believe that one of the greatest aspects of God's call on my life is to lead people into the freedom of walking by the power of the Spirit. Uh, I, I'm, a ho I'm a Holy Ghost man. Uh, I love the things of the Spirit. I never apologize. I apologize for being a Holy Ghost, man. I just love the Spirit of God. And uh, I love the, the fact that the two ingredients go together, the love for the Word of God and the love for the Spirit. And I just want to encourage you tonight to say, Lord, I need a fresh touch from heaven, uh, a fresh touch of your glory. I want you to do surgical, do a surgical circumcision operation in my heart tonight so that I'm transformed. I want to be renewed in my spirit and renewed in my mind so I approach life uh, recognizing that we are the ones who worship in spirit and in truth. We are the ones who glorify Christ. We are the ones who put no confidence in the flesh and we are the ones who want to know Christ. I want to know him. Somehow to gain Christ and be found in him. And I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. I'm willing, Lord, to surrender. I'm willing to go through whatever I have to go through, whatever I have to face, Lord, in it all. I will become like you in your death and somehow to attain to the resurrection. Amen. Amen. I've preached. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Let's stand together. Let's ask the band to come. And we're just going to allow God to overflow through us and in us. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Savior. No, put your things away later. Just stand in the presence of God. Put your Bible down. It's tidy up later. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So, friends, I would want to encourage you to be the worshipers. To be the worshipers in spirit and in truth. We are the ones. We are the ones who worship. We are the ones who glorify. We are the ones who know how to express our love for God. Hallelujah. And as we sing these wonderful worship songs, you just allow God to open your spirit, open your heart unto God. Do, do it different. Sing it different. Express it different. Break out of the mold and just allow God to touch your heart as we express to Him. Yes, come on, church. Let's begin to adore the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. 
Bella para ser Sing it again, I stand in awe of you, yes. And I stand, I stand in awe of you. I stand, I stand in awe of you. Holy God to you, all praise is due. I stand in awe of you. I stand in awe. Stand, stand, I stand in all of stand, I stand in all of you. Only God's alone, I praise is true. I stand in all of I 
Oh, so 
Don't stop, church. Don't stop, church. Don't stop. Come on, let's exalt him. Exalt the Lord our God and King. Hallelujah. 
blessing and favor will rest upon you and he will bring you through this season you will come through and you will come through strong but there will come a day when you close the door on that which you do and God says I will open things for you that will astound you God says you will sell well and you will move out well and you will complete well God says, my hand will rest upon you. And from this night, in the name of Jesus, upon this awesome couple, we prophesy the wind of the Holy Ghost to intensify around them. We prophesy the power of the Most High God for overshadow them like they've never known before. Oh God, I pray you'll anoint this man's lips. Oh God, I pray you'll anoint this man's mind. Give him an ability, oh God, to see in the realm of the Spirit like he's never known before. Open the Word of God. Let it be a lamp unto his feet. Oh God, I thank you. He will not strive. He will not struggle, but he will stand strong in the Lord his God. Thank you that he's a faithful man in this house. Listen, God says you have become a pillar in this house and your faithfulness shall be rewarded. Do not move to the left or to the right, but stand strong, firm in the Lord your God and see if I will not do exploits through you, says the Lord your God. For I've caused an open heaven to be over you, an open heaven to be over your house. I do not want you to loose or let things go that are yours at this time. But stand strong and you will know the voice of God. You will know the timing of God. And he will say, this is the way. Walk in this way. You will hear the still small voice of the Spirit of God prompting you. And you will know a divine touch upon you. Strengthen the spirit of this man with power from on high. In the name of Jesus, let the Jew of heaven rest over him and for his wonderful wife oh God right now oh God I pray that the dew of heaven would touch the Lord she would rise up again with the gifting and the ability that you placed within her do not leave these things aside but use them for the glory and the honor 
of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Arise, my child. Arise, my daughter. And see if I will not pour out my glory upon you, says the Lord your God. For these are days of miracles. These are days of revival. These are days of outpouring. Quench not the Spirit, but open your heart and your life unto God. And see if I will not perform miraculous signs and wonders around you in the name of Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. Do not be weighed down. Do not be weighed down with the cares and the concerns of life, but be set free and soar on wings as eagles in the name of Jesus. I lay my hands upon you. I say, be faithful and see what the Lord your God shall do, for he shall bring it to pass in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Take up again those things that you let go and do the things that God has called you to do. Let nothing rob you. Let nothing move you, but fulfill the purpose of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You are more than a businessman, Martin. You are carrying the glory of God. Release it in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes. We magnify your name, oh, Lord, our God. Just gentle, gentle. Glory to God. friends I just feel tonight just a one call from the whole weekend then we'll see what God says and I think I've got to include myself in this call I don't think I could make this call from this platform without saying I'm including myself but I humble my heart I humble my heart before the Lord I say, Lord, I want the flesh life in me to lie down and die. And I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. If that's where you are, friend, and you would like to submit to God tonight, would you like to just leave where you are? Come and make your way to the front. We're going to all here, Pastor Dave, Pastor Rob and Paul, Clifford and myself, we're going to minister to you and encourage you. And you know, when I came, when we left uh, to come over, I just felt that uh, there's going to be a moment when, when we just pray for every person in this fellowship tonight and just lay our hands upon you and, and just release the anointing of glory. Some of you are going through things that you don't need to go through. And some of you are going through things that you have to face and you need the strength of God. And uh, whatever it is, I just say, come. Why don't you come? And when you come, come right forward. We're limited on room. And 
Let's be aware of, of one another. Why don't you come? How long has it been since you met with the Lord and just allowed the freshness to, of the Spirit of God to revive you? Let the Spirit of God revive you. Hallelujah. Be transformed. Be renewed. Be encouraged. Be lifted up. Be lifted up tonight in your heart and in your mind and your spirit. You come. Come straight away. Come right in. Hallelujah. Something happens when an anointed servant of God puts his hand upon you. Something happens. If you've not learned that, friend, it's not that we chase after it or we run after it, but something enormous can happen just by the laying on of hands. And as we lay our hands upon you tonight, I'm believing that every sickness and every disease and every fear and every depression shall leave your life. And I'm believing in Jesus' name that the power of the blood of Jesus will loose you and set you free once and for all. That there will be no go back to the old ways and the old life. Life, but God will renew you. And I just believe tonight is particular. I said to Pastor Rob as we were leaving, we're going to lay hands upon people tonight. And I believe that's what God wants us to do, just to lay our hands upon you. You might get a word from heaven. You might not get a word from heaven. But I want to tell you there is power that God says something happens through the laying on of hands. And there is an anointing that can come upon you. The Bible says the anointing breaks the yoke and sets the captives free. So we look to Jesus today. Hallelujah. And as you prepare for, for, for someone to pray for you and minister to you, then you just keep your heart in an attitude of worship. Humble your heart. Humble yourself before the Lord. The Bible says if we humble ourselves before the Lord, He will raise us up. Hallelujah. Yes, He will raise us up. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, guys. Let's begin to minister. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Clay has seen nothing yet in comparison with what God will do through you, through your, even your own hands. God says, I sent you to a place and you will be there for some time. You'll be there for a long time. But the Bible says, and the word of the Lord says, if we commit our way to the Lord's, He will guide us in His way and in His path. And I've been thinking and praying about you today and just a sense in my spirit that I needed to say to you that there will come a day. It will be quite a long time. But the Lord said to me today that there will come a day when you shall leave and you will complete your mission and you will complete your work and, and that may well have never been in your thinking but the Lord says I want you to have the liberty and the freedom for me to close a door at the right time to open a new door at the right time so just surrender everything you are and everything you have your strength of character and your strength of purpose is dynamic and it comes from God and it is a real ministry and the call and the hand of God is heavily upon you. You were not going
going to be someone who would go out there and achieve little, but you will achieve greatness. But the Lord says, I went before you, and there will come a day when you will complete the task. And in that day, I will bring you out with joy, and it will bring you out with victory, and it will bring you home, full of the glory of the Lord. Not home to rest, not home to recoup, but home to take on a whole new task alongside your husband. So be willing to do all that God calls you to do. Just do what he tells you to do and complete the task. I'm going to give you greater favor in the land. I'm going to give you greater effectiveness in the land. Until that day of returning comes, I'm going to cause the windows of heaven to be opened unto you. Unto you. Pour it out, Lord, oh God. Pour it out, oh God. And right now I pray that every pain, I pray that all the regrets, all the frustrations and the anxieties that come with ministering in that place, oh God, I pray you will heal Claire on the inside. You will strengthen her with power from on high in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That the Spirit of the Lord rests upon you. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power for there is an unction from on high. And although you have sometimes thought, how could this happen for a woman? You are a powerful woman. You are a prophetess and you have the voice of the Lord. You hear the voice of the Lord and you know the voice of the Lord. You've been trained in the school of life. You've been trained in the school of church. You've been trained and equipped in the school of family, serving God. So lift up your heart. Be strong in the Lord and do all that he's purposed you to do. For the day will complete and I will bring you out with joy and with celebration, says the Lord your God. Father, anoint these wonderful children, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Keep them and watch over them. Keep them in the ways of God and may they serve you all the days of their lives in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let the anointing of your Spirit come. Let the anointing of your Spirit come in the name of Jesus. Healing on the inside, a complete healing on the inside in the name of Jesus. Restore, oh God, restore in the name of Jesus. Complete restoration, spirit, soul, mind, and body. Lord says, I've brought you, I've schooled you, and now I'm going to uh, take you into deeper waters, take you into deeper places. The Lord says, I want to remind you tonight that there is a river that flows from the throne room of glory. Keep putting yourself in the river and you'll know healing in your emotions, healing in your heart, your mind and your spirit. Spirit, soul and body, be strengthened with power from on high in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, the pathway has not been easy. The pathway has been uncertain and sure. But there will come a moment of restoration. There will come a moment, not a moment of reconciliation, but a moment of restoration when God gives back to you that which you have lost when God restores to you the years the locust has eaten when God heals you completely restores you spirit, soul, mind and body until that day be the woman of God for you are married to Christ lift up your eyes and serve the one that you love lift up your eyes and see that there is life there is health and there's wholeness and victory for you says the Lord your God in the name of Jesus 
Amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the blessing and the favor of God that rests upon this beautiful family. Lord, dedicated to you. Dedicated to you. Thank you for the gift of this beautiful child. Oh, Father, cause your freedom and your love and your life to be around them. Father, let there be no lowness of spirit. Let there be no lowness of heart. But let there be renewal in the spirit in the name of Jesus. Lift up this beautiful woman, oh God, in her mind, in her spirit. Cause healing streams of mercy and grace and love to be upon her in the name of Jesus. Fill their home with laughter. Lord says, I want to fill your home with laughter. Lord says, I want to fill your home with joy. Lord says, I want to fill your lives together with freedom and liberty. And the joy of the Lord shall be your strength. And he will bring you out with songs of deliverance and shouts of celebration, says the Lord your God. Hallelujah. For I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Sound thinking means think like the Word. Think in the Word of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the love of God rests upon this awesome woman. Thank you for the sweet peace of Jesus that passes all understanding. For these years that lie ahead for you are years of peace. They're years of rest. And the Bible says when the enemy comes, there will be a resistance against him. For you have the mind of Christ. I believe the Lord would want me to remind you that you have the mind of Christ. Think according to the Word of God. Think in the liberty of the Spirit. For God has gone before you in every moment of life. He's called you, set a pathway for you to walk upon. He says unto you that I have even chosen the house where you live. Now live in the freedom and the liberty of your God. The latter days of your life shall be days of glory. Those should be days when you're aware of his love. Streams of living water, streams of love shall flood your heart and you shall know your God in increased measure in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for the strength that you have placed in this woman. She needs the strength of God in these days. She needs the liberty and the freedom of the joy of the Lord. For Father, you have called her. You've called her to speak. You've equipped her to be a mouthpiece. You've equipped her to preach the word of God. Thank you for the hand of God that rests upon her. Thank you for the anointing that breaks the yoke. And Lord, there has been times when she's just wanted to shout it out and preach with a new liberty and speak with a freedom. And I pray, oh God, that day shall come. That day shall come, says the Lord your God. That day shall come. That day shall come in the name of Jesus. That day shall come. Release the Holy Ghost. Release the fire. Release the anointing in the name of Jesus. Understand the authority and the power that I've placed upon you. And even the authority and the power that I've placed upon you will be the very thing that will bring you through the pain of what you walk through in these days will be the very thing that will carry you through the hardship and though you are hard perplexed on every side pressed hard on every side suffering for the sake of the Lord suffering for the sake of the gospel lift up your eyes and see what the Lord your God shall do for everything that was robbed from you the Lord says I will restore it unto you be healed be healed be healed in the name of Jesus Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I speak over your life. I've got these words for you. Not guilty in the name of Jesus. 
not guilty. I've got not guilty in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You can lift up your head. You can look up and you can be filled with the power and the glory of God because nothing in life, nothing that happens from this point on will rob you of what God has promised and said will be in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Another pillar in the house, Father. A prayer warrior. A woman that speaks truth. A woman that holds uh, the love of Jesus in her heart. Oh, God, she loves this house. This is none other than the house of the Lord. And, Father, thank you that you've given her a love for people. Oh, pray. I pray, oh, God, that that compassion and that love for people will overflow. Listen, sister, I believe God wants you to become someone who just runs to people to love them and to embrace them. I want you to be my hands in this fellowship. I want you to be someone who just comes to people, embraces them, and loves them. I want you to be someone who looks around and sees those that maybe no one's speaking to, those who are not uh, approachable so much. And I want you to go to them, and I just want you to be the voice of Jesus uh, and the hands of Jesus. So open up your heart and open your spirit and receive a, a double portion of the glory of the Lord. For I've called you for this day, and I've anointed you for this day. Hands that will do beautiful things, heart that would be open unto God, and I will flow through you with compassion and with mercy. Let the love of Jesus flood your heart and flood your soul in these days. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Master says, I see the tears you cry. I see the sense of mourning and sorrow that can be over you at times because of your heart to see a move of God. I see that the pain and the sorrow that is there that just leaps up from within you. It is is a cry unto God. It, it's an intercessory cry because you long to see a revival and you long to see that in your own home and your own family and in this place and, and in this nation. And the Lord says, I'm going to use that, sister. I, I'm not le I didn't put that into you because I just want you to have the expression of emotion. I've not just created emotion in you for the sake of emotion. I want you to learn now. I want you to mature now. And I want you to channel your emotion. I want you to channel your prayer life unto me. I want you to get prophetic in your utterance. And I want you to speak like you've never spoken before. I want you to have an unction from heaven that I impart to you right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. For you will not weep for yourself. You will not have mourning and sorrow for yourself. For sorrow and mourning shall flee away for the joy shall come in the morning but I will be someone who cries out from within you for the spirit of the Lord will cry out within you there will be times when you may be misunderstood because of the cry of the prophet and the cry of the intercessor but you continue on because God answers prayer and I remind you that prayer changes things the more that you offer up in prayer the more transformation you will see in your own life and in your own heart in your own ways. Keep yourself in this place. Do not think more highly of yourself than you ought, but keep humble before the Lord your God because God abides with those who are contrite in heart. Be healed and be whole. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. For I'm not giving you aloneness of spirit. I'm not giving you depression. Not giving you fear, but the, a spirit of power of love and a sound mind. Let love flow like rivers and mercy like a mighty torrent. In the name of Jesus, strength and this awesome woman from on high in the name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for your hand, Lord. Thank you for your calling upon the life of this awesome couple. Father, thank you. And I believe the Lord would say to you, just say to you, listen, I don't want you to settle for ordinary life. I don't want you to just do it just down to the, the, the way that life you think it should be and just to drift through. I want to set an ignition of fire in your hearts tonight. I prophesy over you as a couple that you have been brought together for the purpose of God. Whilst man would have looked on and thought, what about this? What about that? What about the other? God says, I am the all-knowing God, and I brought you together. I've handpicked you, and I've brought you together, and my hand and my calling is upon you. Do not be quiet. Do not be laid back. Do not be subdued, but arise together in the authority and the calling that God has placed upon you, for you will be my mouthpiece in these days. I lay my hands upon you, and I anoint you in the name of Jesus. Jesus, and I send you out under the glory of God to fulfill the work that God has called you to do. Do not look to the left and do not look to the right. For God says right here in this place, there will be an open door for you. Serve the Lord with gladness and see if I will not do the performance. I shall grant the desire of your heart. You've gained everything by God bringing you together. Now be faithful, stand firm and see the glory of the Lord your God. Keep in love, keep close. Allow God to knit your hearts together for God has called you to be one flesh, one flesh together and one in him. Father, thank you for the calling. Develop a gift in Lord, develop ability and I impart a spiritual gift unto you. Prophesy, prophesy in the name of Jesus. Prophesy and know the voice of your God. Know the voice of the Lord, begin to prophesy and speak under the unction of your God in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. You are carrying so much. You underestimate what you are carrying and the investment of years that God has sown into you and your faithfulness and the crying and longing of your heart. You are carrying so much. Do not let it be subdued, but let it come out. Let it arise. I lay my hands upon you and say, prophesy in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Listen, son, I, I don't know why, but whenever I've bumped into you today, I just know God's given me a special love for you. And I just want to say that the, the years that you've had to watch and, and walk through it, the years of investment, the years of input into your life, not one year is going to be wasted. Not one word will be robbed from you because the time it takes to, to be shaped by God, to be the man that he wants you to be, is worth every moment. You're a big man, but you're going to get bigger. <laughs> I don't mean here. <laughs> Glory to God, you're a big man. And there is a, 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 an anointing upon you. And you are carrying a heritage. You are carrying a heritage. And don't undervalue, don't underestimate the heritage that you carry, my son. Because God says there will be an increase of anointing. You will carry more. Every generation will carry more. And you will know the anointing of God. I anoint your lips in the name of Jesus. I anoint your tongue. I anoint your head. The Lord says, I anoint your head with oil and your cup shall run over. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And you will serve the Lord in this house with joy and with gladness. See, I put a sickle in your hand. Uh, you will become a reaper of the harvest. Hallelujah. You will become a reaper of the harvest. And your bands will be so full. That which was lost in the past generation will be restored unto you. It will not come back to you the way you think it will. But that which was robbed from you financially, historically, shall be made up to you, son. It shall be made up to you. Your cup shall overflow in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Powerful. Hallelujah.